and oh we were gosh. maybe like 10 and 12 and just out there digging and we would just dig. Hey, it keeps you dig. busy, right? It kept us busy. Yeah. And we did find a few things, which was kind of cool. Like we found a horseshoe and we found um, a mason jar full of like nails. Uh, okay. Like yeah. hammering nails, not like fingernails. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we found I a mason jar full of fingernails. My head like... didn't go there, but you yeah. and your dark brain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business, and have fun doing it. I'm Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield. We are two wedding photographers forging our way in these sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging. Deciding to join forces, we began our journey to teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles, leading to the undertaking of the Light and Dark Workshop. Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, -face, we decided to take our collective experience and start a podcast. And here we are today. If you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place. So grab a cup of coffee. Or a Red Bull. And buckle up for today's episode. Okay, so tonight is happy hour night. Mm -hmm. um what are you what are you drinking i'm just drinking a hopadillo hopadilla whatever cool yeah a hoppy ipa nice nice ipa yeah i'm uh i i didn't like ipas for a long time they were just way way. way too hoppy i didn't like it uh i didn't like right. the taste um the only ipa that i really liked was the uh 512 IPA. Mm -hmm. um, they're a brewery out of Austin. And, um, and that was actually one of the first things whenever Taylor and I met, um, we connected over uh, that we both loved the 512 IPA. Oh. Uh, but, nice. but yeah, so uh, I, I'm starting <laughs> to like IPAs a little bit more. Michelle, she said, I did my makeup for the first time in months for the photographer collage Miguel is doing. Nice. <laughs> that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I already decided that's happening tomorrow because I already, yeah. like I told my family, like, okay, we may not be able to go to church for Easter, but we are going to get up, get dressed. I'm going to make brunch. Yep. It, we're going to do church in the living room all of that we're doing the whole thing so i will already be looking you know halfway decent at least yeah so. yeah yeah i am uh i'm taking my photo for that tomorrow as well i was like i will take a shower tonight and like our church is doing a thing where uh since we're not meeting in person obviously um mm -hmm. they uh, like they put uh, posted on uh, Instagram earlier today that they're doing a special hashtag for everyone to dress up for church tomorrow. That's cool. At home, because uh, we're going to be watching live via Zoom yeah. or uh, whatever they're streaming on their website, uh, awesome. as most most churches are doing right now. Yeah. But uh, but they're like everyone dress up. Like I want to see guys in your three piece suits and like nice sundresses and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to dress up and I'll, I'll take my photo tomorrow whenever I'm looking pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> I 
understand that. Michelle said she tried to get her hubby to take her picture with her camera and it was definitely not in focus. So iPhone camera to the rescue. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm probably going to take mine with my iPhone. Uh, I'm going to make Chris take mine. Because yeah. it's going to be a collage. We're not printing this stuff. My, yeah. my phone's going to, I'm going to have good lighting and all that. We'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'm good. eating a peanut butter and jelly right now. Just after. Cool. Yeah. I could, I could hear the smacking. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was just thinking like, <laughs> should I be eating on this? Is this going to really irritate somebody? <laughs> well, yeah, what is, oh, what is that called? Where you're, oh, what um, is Oh, yeah. they, no, I know they talk about that. it like every other episode on the uh, the armchair expert podcast uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, where they're like oh this yeah, is probably uh i don't i don't even remember what I it can't is can't remember what it's called either yeah no. no i feel like it's something that starts with an a maybe something a phobia is it a phobia sure. is it a phobia i don't, I don't think, think it's a phobia i don't think it's an I don't think it's a phobia. I think it's just like an emotional response. Yeah, because I don't think they're like irrationally afraid of people eating loudly. (laughs) No, ASMR is like where they do, Michelle Post said ASMR, Mm -hmm. and it's where they they post different sounds that are supposed to actually be soothing. So ASMR would not be. Yeah, it's pretty much anti-ASMR. Yeah. It's like the uh-huh. opposite. Where it's uh-huh. like, oh, this is not relaxing at all. I'm just hearing right. someone, you know, chomping Which on Which a lot of ASMRs are people eating foods. Really? Oh yeah. Weird. Yeah. The only ones that I've seen are like just people whispering and <laughs> like talking My about girls like to watch the ASMRs that are the people eating. <laughs> okay so they don't have that issue yeah apparently not uh so this is an episode for them <laughs> they will enjoy this <laughs> if anyone can hear you eating <laughs> they will enjoy it it's fine yeah okay so you have an ipa hopadilla um I have uh for the podcast I thought it would be appropriate to have the gimlet drink oh yeah i like it yeah it's pretty good i've and actually if you get it you should uh comment <laughs> you know yes what yeah like, if you know if you know what gimlet is uh the drink, the drink or the <laughs> the podcast uh conglomerate is it, yeah production <laughs> company something that spotify now owns they, oh yeah they do own gimlet mm-hmm. now yeah which is kind of kind of cool yeah but they're they're really big. I mean, pretty much every single Gimlet show that I've listened to, I like. So good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And did you ever watch the um, the TV series that came out about um, the founder? And like, no. it was like a it was like a like a sitcom they made really? out of. So his first one to ever do was um, startup the startup podcast. Right. Yeah. And it was Which all was about. Startup. Or a podcast you might about, be right Sharon she said miss it's misophonia that's Ms. it Misoph- that's, yeah that's 100 correct yeah misophonia yep. Is, yep. is the yeah so it's okay that is the phonia that made me think it was a phobia, phobia. So i was like uh-huh. i feel like yeah. it's something phobia no it's misophonia yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so any misophobes or phones out there 
Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, so that was his first one. It was all about him like starting the podcast business and like it if you ever listen to it it's really good if you haven't it because it, he like literally records his pitches and like how he learns how to do all this him and his wife talking through all this and how like them going through like being scared because he's quit his job and they're like running through the savings and like all that stuff well they turned it into a sitcom and it's okay. really funny huh. yeah. well yeah I'll have to, I'm definitely, I've been wanting to listen to the podcast, uh, but I might have to check out the the sitcom. That sounds pretty good too. Let me, I'll look up what it's called and I'll let you know. Yeah. It's not called startup. It's not. Okay. And it's loose. It's not like a hundred percent correct. But if you listen to the startup podcast, like Mm. I found it because I was like scrolling through Amazon one night and I was like, huh, that description of that show sounds familiar. And I started watching it and I was like, (laughs) I know exactly what this is. I have listened to this before. What? They made it into a show. I know these people. (laughs) That's what it felt like. I was like, I know him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had never had the Gimlet drink before. Uh, Yeah. But I was like, I want to do something that... Alex Inc. It's called Alex Inc. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is that the company that he started? No, the company is Gimlet. That but was for the sitcom, they've they've changed the name yes, to protect. Yes, they changed the, the name. Yeah, and it's Zach Brant, 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 Zach Brant, whatever. The, yeah, from Scrubs. He, he plays Alex. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I'm definitely watching the sitcom now. Yeah. I love Zach. Yeah. Brant. I know yeah, a lot of people do awesome. not like him, but I love him. I love him. It's probably because Alex of Scrubs Steven. because Scrubs was one of Scrubs my favorite. Scrubs was so shows. good. Yeah, was, I love Scrubs. Good. Yeah. Yeah. My my friend uh, my friend and I from like college age we didn't go to college together but around that time we would do the same like eagle thing that <laughs> Turk and JD would do and everyone was just like what like, no no you it's have so to watch Scrubs it's yeah. good. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode today. We would love it if you would take just a few seconds and click over to the library on your podcast app. The iTunes app actually would be the one to use and go over to shows, scroll down till you get to our podcast, Light and Dark Photography Podcast, and then scroll to the bottom of that and you can see where it says ratings and reviews. If you wouldn't mind taking just a few seconds to write a little review for us and, you know, maybe hit that five star, um, that would mean the world to us. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoy this episode. I'm tired. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's been a long uh, month. <laughs> I know, right? Yep. We're at April 11th. I know. Like, how much work can we handle? I don't know. So I, uh, I hope everybody is surviving out there um, and figuring out ways to still be productive in this time when a lot of us can't work. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you're a photographer, you legally are not supposed to be working right now. Um, legally. Legally. Although I did hear that Governor Abbott might be changing that for Texas. I saw uh, that. Which I, I Probably don't Probably not know. weddings. Probably not wedding. It was probably going to go back to like the the six or ten people maximum. Yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe like portrait sessions and things, which would be nice. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be nice. I, I mean, because I feel like you can do social distancing while doing oh, yeah. portrait sessions if you have a long I mean, lens. Yeah, I did some of those like uh, front porch sessions 
um, uh-huh. that was kind of like a trend or whatever, a hashtag going around. Um, and I did a couple of those where I was at least 10 to 15 feet away from everyone. Uh, and I had like my 50 on for most of it and yeah. it was fine. Uh, I think a lot of um, photographers are unaware of like the legal aspect of what like that we're legally not allowed to work right now. So I've seen a couple of photographers like me too posting stories about shooting and I've mm-hmm. seen people out and somebody texted yep. me earlier like I just need to vent that like one of my clients wants me to shoot and I told them I can't and they're like oh well our friends did a session so we just we thought we'd ask you if you could still do it right now <laughs> like, like they did a session with somebody else I'm like that's yeah man, that's it's, the hard part about this is because like those of us who are following the rules if you don't follow the rules and those of us who are following the rules get made mm. out to be like the bad guy like we're right yeah it, and, you it's, know, and that yeah. sucks it's the same sort of deal with professionalism and all that. Cause yep. you know, I'll get people asking mainly about pricing and stuff. It's like, well, why do you cost so much? Cause you know, so-and-so mm-hmm. I talked to them and they're half the price. I'm like, they probably don't have as much experience and you know, that you're paying for a lot of experience and I'm a professional and I have insurance and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And that's, I think what a lot of people don't understand too. If you're an insurance holder, which you should be, then yes. your insurance, if something happens, they will not cover anything right now because you're legally not no. supposed to work yeah um Ayla said I've seen I've I've seen people literally posting I just shot senior sessions yesterday yeah wow yeah yeah it's hard to watch that even if I was doing that I don't think I would be posting on social media like see hey that's where I yeah that's where I probably don't know that you're not allowed yeah. Right. Cause it Cause, is, uh, cause I had to read the actual mm-hmm. like state of disaster document. And then there was like a couple pages in, it had one little clause in there and it was like, this is prohibited for anyone to meet anyone outside of your household. And I was like, oh, well, that's all of my clients. Exactly. So I cannot do yeah. this. Legally. I will say I had gently <laughs> um, <laughs> like sent dms to people when i see that and just said mm-hmm. just more than anything because i don't want them to get in trouble or them to get you know fined or right, whatever yeah. and just sent them a gentle reminder of like hey i don't know if you know this but right now it's illegal for us to be working and you could yeah. literally be fined a thousand dollars or put in jail for up to six months like mm-hmm. that's kind of a big deal and i just wanted you to know <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, so. in this time where all of us are like pinching pennies because yeah, it, it's hard. everything's I gone, that $1,000 fine is going to take a good chunk, if not yeah. more than what you have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all of us are hurting right now. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it doesn't, you working, like you saying like, well, I just, I need to make money. doesn't justify it. Go become like a favor driver or go work at a grocery store or whatever. There are other ways to work in essential services. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's, I mean, it sucks. It does. It sucks for us all right yeah. now. Um, but but it sucks for everyone it's not just like you know 
10 it's not just you or people, just a couple of people who are doing it exactly or something like that we're it's all like, nope this is nationwide yes well worldwide yeah. but worldwide, uh, yes but yeah, yeah nationwide for sure with the regulations and stuff that we're currently under yeah yep. yeah so hopefully mm-hmm. we'll be able to get back to a s- tiny sense of normalcy in the next few months but i'm hopefully. still gonna i it's gonna take i'm sure a couple of months to like get us back up and running full power you know oh yeah. so yeah i'm sure hang in there people hang in there and if you haven't heard about the different grants and loans that are available to you as small business owners go listen to our last podcast because we talked about that we did yeah we had katie on and she was super helpful Yep, she's done a lot of uh, a lot of the groundwork for just you know uh, all the research. So yeah. it was good to talk to her about that. It was. Yeah. But anyways. So yeah, you want to get into uh, get into the yeah. episode? We're talking about community today <laughs> and the importance of that. The the longing and. <laughs> I miss community and hanging out with people. But uh, your community is even more important right now, I feel like. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah, definitely. Especially as a photographer. Mm. Well, I mean, I think all of us. Um, but I think there's I mean, we we know there's reasons to have community, but um yeah, it's a good subject to talk about right now, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And as we're getting into this, um, you know, those of you who have uh, recently joined, it is happy hour. We are mm-hmm. having a couple drinks. So comment with what you're drinking. Uh, so we yeah, can let us virtually know. cheers you. I have all, almost finished mine. <laughs> we haven't even. <laughs> well, we're Giggles just are now. not like huge drinks or anything. So. Well, I made double. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> But I was drinking so you're it while we were. Fine right now. I'm feeling great. Yeah, <laughs> a little warm, uh, but sure. that, I'm good. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, community is super important and very powerful, and like it's like 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 you said, it's very important, even in, especially in this time where you cannot be with your community. But having that to where you can still, you know, virtually hang out. I mean, Zoom is busting at the seams with people uh, virtually getting together yeah. with their community. And Yeah. Well, and I was even thinking from a business perspective of, you know, I think I've always tried to have a community of photographers that I could call on in case mm-hmm. of, you know, disaster for whatever reason if I couldn't make it to a wedding that I had a community that I could call on and say like hey can anybody make it today and shoot this wedding I broke my leg or whatever you know um but especially right now when that's one of the things that I've done is I've pulled together like my first call people and every time that I've gotten you know, a request for a date, like a, a reschedule request for a date that I may already be booked. Mm-hmm. I just reach out. I have like, here's my first people that I reach out to. And then here's my second, you know, that kind of thing. And right. that way that date can still 
I can still serve those clients and I can still, you know, cause we've all done a lot of the work just, um, you know, leading up to the wedding day, we all know the wedding day is really a, a very minor portion of what we do. Right, a very yeah. important minor portion of what yeah. we do. <laughs> in, the, in the grand scheme of everything scheme of things, and all the, the hours, hours that you put yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. The hours yeah. worked on that day is, is a lot less compared to the rest of what we do for oh, every yeah. couple. So being able to call on people and say, and, and for my clients to understand, like to see like, oh, you have a community of people who, even if you can't make it for the big day, well, that is heartbreaking, but obviously it's, it's an extenuating circumstance right now. You can still provide me with someone that you trust to shoot the wedding and then you can edit it. So I know I'm still going to get, you know, the same look that I want. And then I will continue to like deliver it and, you know, we'll still be, involved with them so to me Mm -hmm. having that community having that built up over the last several years was so um sort like like a weight was lifted knowing that I had that and I've had you already had yeah you already had other photographers that you would trust with sending your clients to instead of just like well I don't know um these photographers take nice photos so go check out them uh, or just leaving them to google and facebook and however they're finding someone Mm -hmm. but you're like oh no this is someone who's going to take care of you just like i would or at least exactly you know pretty close to it yes Uh, so here yeah i will i'll pass you along and you're not worried about because i would hate to to just be like oh yeah yeah here's someone and then just be like, oh, I don't even know if they're going to treat them well. And I don't know what kind of experience they're going to have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So for one thing to me, that's one of the most important reasons to have a good community. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why we started like the happy hour for photographers. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. we need to do a Zoom happy hour for the, for yeah tog happy hour Um, but that's why john and i started that so many years ago is because we wanted a community of photographers in town that we could like not just like call on in case of a need but also to have um people who go through the same things who know what it's like to be a wedding photographer because if your spouse is not uh, you know working alongside of you they probably don't understand all the things and even if like Chris would just work wedding days with me he didn't understand like all the ins and outs of like the behind the scenes stuff and he probably couldn't respond to half of my emails you know because it just isn't something that he does on a regular basis but this community of people they do and so you can bounce ideas off of them or even just like word vomit on the you know like oh, yeah. to just get all this on my chest and like uh-huh. help me like like I know that, out. yeah you're you're a fellow photographer I know you're feeling the same thing so I can talk about all this yeah exactly so it. having that is I think just so important um having that there's so many so many reasons why you should have a community. So, um, you know, and there's so many different ways to build a community around you, no matter where you're at. So if you're not in the Bryan area or the, you know, (laughs) Bryan called station, greater, whatever surrounding areas, Mm -hmm. um, and able to come to our monthly happy hours, there are so many different ways. Like there's the Tuesdays together. We have one here. 
Yeah. Um, that it wasn't up and running when we started the happy hour. That's why we started it. Um, right. And so, but they, they started again here, but in most towns you can find one either in your town or fairly close by um, because it's just so far spreading. Um, and so that's a great community to be a part of that community. However, is for creative entrepreneurs. So it's not just going to be photographers, but it's still a great community to like mm-hmm. build around you oh, yeah, definitely. small business owners in the creative industry. So it's still, they still go through the same types of things that you go through. Um, yeah. And we have, I mean, we open the happy hour up to other creatives sometimes. Um, You know, we'll, we have a couple venue owners and. uh, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, coordinators that will join us whenever they're available. uh, Cause I mean, we're all in the same industry. So. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really bother us to have other people there. We did create mm -hmm. it with photographers in mind for sure. But because we wanted that community and that kind of relationship between other photographers so that we see each other as friends and not like, Oh, there's so many photographers here. They're all my competition and I have to be the best and I have to undercut them and all that. Yeah, absolutely. That's not helpful. Uh, So, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, building relationships with people of, that are just in our industry in general, I think is a good idea. You should 100% oh, yeah. be doing that if you want to make it in this industry. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause not just for like referral purposes, uh, no. but just it to just makes be... a working relationship so much nicer on the day oh, yeah. of the wedding when you're like friends, you know? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah. And it also like, you know, whenever I get uh, inquiries from, you know, certain venues, I'm just like, oh, they're amazing. And -and so-and-so is awesome. And then that kind of puts your, your couple at ease. They're like, oh, they've worked there before. They know these people. Or even like I had one uh, where they're getting married at a venue that I haven't shot at before, but I've toured out there and I know the venue owners and I know the managers and I was like, Oh yeah, they're great. And I toured this and I saw this thing and you know, they were yeah. really nice and they're like, Oh, okay, cool. So you know what you're talking about. You know, these people, um, yeah. even though I've never actually been out there, but just yeah. kind of that sort of putting your couples at ease that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, looks good whenever you show up and the venue owner comes over and gives you a hug. And says hi. Like, Rachel, yeah, hi. Absolutely. So good to see you again. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. everything runs super smooth. Oh, yeah. Um, especially yeah. Like, with planners or, or even like uh, videographers. Mm-hmm. There are a few videographers oh, yeah. that I'm friends with. And whenever too, we're working yeah. weddings together, it's super smooth and we're like a team and we're just going through and they're like oh we're planning to do this at this time like oh cool yeah I will I'll tweak this a little bit so we can do that and Uh most of that is usually done before the wedding day anyway just because we're friends and we see each other on the vendor list and we're like oh cool let me text him real quick (laughs) this will be fun so we've got we got two reasons so far to have I mean maybe that's three or I don't know so many reasons to have community so yeah yeah. And like community is great for supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know like uh, when you're doing it on your own, you can feel like you're not very good. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I, I still have times that I'm like, I don't know, maybe my photos just aren't really that great, uh, which is, you know, the whole comparison game. And, yeah. and even like the last couple weeks, um, I've been watching uh, online workshops from two man studios and they're like two yeah. of the best, like award-winning best photographers in the world um, and I'm seeing their photos. I'm like, oh, well, I wouldn't have thought to do that. I'm probably not a great photographer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but then I look at my photos. I'm like, okay, no, no, I do take good photos. Uh, but they're not like they're they're uh, they're still below them, and there's room for growth, which is great. Uh, but having that community, yeah. we're yeah. supporting each other, and like, mm -hmm. oh, I saw that photo that you posted the other day in front of that vintage truck. That was really cool. Like that was a uh, interesting angle that you did or something uh, that kind of helps support each other and build our confidence. And so, I mean, there's several practical ways to build your community. So like we've said, there's Facebook groups you can join, whether that's, you yeah. know, our, our groups or, I mean, our, you know, the light dark um, podcast group is open to anyone. So you, anyone can join that and yeah. we're pretty active in there. And, people are pretty active in there, I would say. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And um, our local group, the happy hour group there, it's pretty active in there as well. It's very um, active in the Facebook group. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and then the... And then whenever we can meet together in person again, <laughs> it'll, it'll be yes. more active then. Because <laughs> last, last month, I didn't even think to do a virtual anything. It was just kind of... I kept thinking about it, and then I just... Yeah, you know it's been it's been crazy even though like it's, yeah even though we're stuck at home it's still try, just trying to like research and figure all this stuff out and finish editing of the things that I still had on my plate mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how my kids are going to do school and making right. dinners and all that kind of stuff yep. it's still been super busy around you know so it's not oh, like yeah. I'm sitting around it's, twiddling my thumbs <laughs> right yeah yeah but, I I feel like um I feel like it's, I get less time to work mm. on, yes. on photos and like marketing and emails and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I get less time to do that now than I did before I was quarantined to my house for, mm -hmm. you know, 24 seven. Which uh, it seems so weird, but. Right. It, Cause whenever this first happened, I was like, you know what? Social distancing so is going to suck. I'm not going to like, you know, being stuck because I, I like going out. I like seeing yeah, people. Totally. I like interacting. Um, and I was like, this is not going to be fun to be stuck at home for two weeks, uh, which is what they were saying at that time, uh, what, right. five, six weeks ago. Uh, and, uh, and then, but then I was like, oh, but... I'm going to have so much time. I'm going to get caught up on all my editing and I'm going to be able blogs. to, to, yeah, I'm going to be able to blog like, you know, four five days I'll, a week. I'll, I'll like get five blogs out a week, but I'll like yeah. spread them out to where I've got like mm -hmm. a year's worth of blog. This is going to be great. It's going to be so good. I was like, oh, I I'm can, gonna get those weddings out. I had like, I had like four in the queue. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm gonna get those done like super fast and out. Like within the first week, they'll be done, and then I'll just yeah. have all this time to yeah. blog, update my website, you know, 
put together my <laughs> the stuff that I need to do for like my associates and oh my gosh uh-huh. it not worked that way I still have two it, weddings to finish it <laughs> it has not yeah I, <laughs> I I am the same still have a couple weddings I'm like okay wow okay this did not turn out how I thought it was going to uh, it's it's been a little bit more you know a little bit rough uh, but I did get to update my um, my website just there's just a few things that needed to be updated on it um so it no longer says that chris shoots with me because i just changed that since he quit shooting with me four months ago (laughs) do you have your whole team on there now not yet that is on the list because i saw that you started a uh um i did instagram Instagram. for the rdp team yeah i i thought that that especially needed to be done because um I have had a couple of my clients have to, that are going to have to use my associates and I want them yeah. to have, to get to kind of know my associates they, a little yeah. bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, More than yeah, just like so over email or right. whatever they're yeah. able to before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, um, yeah, they're actually, I know I talked to Allison about it. She's, she does um, meme Wednesday. And they're always so funny and so good. She like she finds oh, yeah. all kinds of super fun memes on Twitter and uh-huh. TikTok and stuff. So if you if you haven't seen that, you should definitely look for that because it's so funny. Yes. I was like, can you just like do the same thing on <laughs> um, Instagram? She was like, yes, absolutely. I was like, okay, good, because I feel like that will help people like get to know her personality even and be like excited to work with her because she's so super funny oh yeah me, you know and yeah she's sure. like so fun to have on a wedding day so um she definitely yeah is. Alyssa yeah. is so glad I'm not the only one just kind of lagging <laughs> I wouldn't no. even say it's lagging I think it's just like yeah. there's so much more that we have to do in the house now like since yeah. we're here 24 7 like picking up after the kids constantly the laundry mm. the and we're having to clean the kitchen way more than ever before because we're cooking right noon and night never yeah. going out no nope. so, and yeah. we don't we don't do microwaves and we cook most things from scratch so we've got yep. pots and Same. pans coming out the butt oh, yeah. constantly needing to be washed yeah. every time we go in there like chris <laughs> he'll walk away for a little bit he'll come back and he's like how did this happen again? We just cleaned this. I'm like, I know. It is eight. You got you got something excited. Yeah. What? What is what is that? Oh, you saw lightning. You saw lightning. And everyone got small, and it crushed the red one, and that was a green one. Oh, on the video game. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, nice. I was six green. Yeah. Bye. You were what Luigi. Is he playing? Uh, Mario Kart. I smashed it, the yes. red guy. You smashed the red guy. Nice. Wow, that's really cool. All right, bud. <laughs> Have fun. Yes, Ayla, the laundry oh, and the dishes—is it not insane? You just don't even realize. And oh yeah, and I our sink my, is constantly uh, full. Constantly full. Yeah. Yes, and I moved. You know, I brought. I, put a desk in my bedroom and brought like my big computer, which is not working right now. That's a whole story. I've had the worst mm-hmm. of technology since all this, but so like we're making sure the bedroom's clean constantly because if it's not clean, then I just can't like function. Like my, all I want to do is like pick up. And oh, just, you would like, definitely not be able leave. to function in our house. <laughs> <laughs> our well, bedroom that's, is that's like, why? we just sleep in there. Oh, like that's, normally, it. that's how we 
are. Absolutely. Yeah. Normally that's how we are. But that's why I had an office so that I could go to the office and not have everything right. in my face constantly about the million different things that need to be done. But now it's uh, in my face constantly, so I have to. Yeah. But it's fine. We've been we've been doing good, making the bed I'm, every day. I'm very good at ignoring things. <laughs> so I like my office I, is yeah. it's not good. It looks great. This, From this, this view? <laughs> yeah, this view, this blank wall here, this one shelf, uh, that one shelf looks amazing. Uh, but, but like my the my desk, it just has things. I've got like this maraca from uh sure mexico oh yeah my uh, desk definitely that, has stuff everywhere on it yeah yeah but the my surrounding area the thing is is that it will just remind me that there's laundry to be done or that there's dishes to like if i see like yeah. dirty clothes and things on the floor so don't open my closet though because it's literally where all the dirty clothes live so you know yeah. they just get stuffed in there and i'm fine with that out of sight out of mind I'm good right. with that. it just yeah. has to be out of sight yeah between that and then then the kids having to you know make them do their chores every day and they're bored because they can't go see their friends and they, i mean yeah we, go on walks and things but we can't send them to the park we can't you know all of I that know, stuff yeah. so we we went for a walk uh yesterday because uh, yesterday was nice it was, it was when it wasn't yeah. raining it yeah. was really nice and cool we got that cool front end mm -hmm. and it wasn't humid like it had been um, uh -huh. we were like oh we're definitely going for an evening walk and we yeah. went for a walk but we were passing by all the kids friends just playing in their front yards and they're just so like hard. waving from across the street just like Hey. Hey friends. Have fun. We're going for a walk. <laughs> we'll oh gosh, play I... one day. But like I all know. the kids just look very sad at each other. Just like, oh hi. Like we drove past uh I had to run to the store earlier today. Yeah. And um decided or no, where would we get oh, we were just like we need to get out of the house and we wanted some Over fries drive. so we just drove to mcdonald's and got some fries and then yeah. we drove around uh to because we play the harry potter game on yes. our phones so we went to a couple different places to play whatever those are called That's uh, cool. yeah it was fun the kids like it they like watching us uh yeah. but we like we drove past the house and one of the kids was just out there just like oh Bye. Bye, friends. <laughs> like, Bye, oh, where are they going? <laughs> it's, it's really sad. They need their community, too. It's heartbreaking. I know. Yeah. Harrison today was, like, jumping on the couch next to me, and he's like, is the coronavirus gone yet? Is the coronavirus gone yet? <laughs> I was like, buddy, I wish. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the whole I'm, world I'm checking every day to see. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, I know. It's so hard. He keeps, mm. like, take me to the park i'm like i can't yeah but we have been letting him ride his bike you know on on the sidewalk outside and, mm -hmm. you know, and going on walks and things like that but yeah it's not the same and he's been playing a lot in the backyard he digs a lot yeah he's really into digging right now which is nice. totally fine oh and, yeah that's great yeah, yeah. we so. if we had um if we had a yard that like had a blank spot that didn't because yeah. that's that's what he's doing is there's yeah. a blank spot yeah because yeah. uh because we rent and i was like right. i'm not just gonna dig up part of the yard because we don't have sure. dogs so 
can't just be right. like, oh, that was the dog. Uh, no, that was our five-year-old. Um, yeah, I feel uh, like it's a valid excuse. <laughs> right now, I feel like I feel like it would fly. Uh, <laughs> so maybe I did find our little uh, gardening spade the other day. Right. Mm. Let's give them that. It's pretty sharp, so maybe under some yeah. supervision. Um, but like that's what my brother and I would do. My parents yeah. would oh, yeah. us in the backyard, and we would have little shovels, and we dug we dug a hole once that was um, more than six feet deep, and oh it was a, yeah, it was a couple of days of us digging. Uh, yeah, like, I bet so. We, we dug some steps to go out my gosh that's fantastic and yeah it was about like six feet wide couple feet long i don't know whatever the other distance is and then about like five six feet deep and we were maybe like 10 and 12 and just out there digging and we were just dig. It keeps you busy, right? It kept us busy, yeah. And we did find a few things, which was kind of cool. Like we found a horseshoe, and we found um, a mason jar full of like nails. Uh, okay. Like yeah. hammering nails, not like fingernails. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, we found I a mason jar full of fingernails, my it'd be like didn't go there, but you yeah. and your dark brain. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely. Oh no! I need to plug in my phone. Um, oh no! Hurry, hurry. Okay. Let me grab. There it is. Yeah. Good thing I have all this stuff around here. Um, but yeah. So, what's another good reason for community? I mean, I feel like we just like listed everything. Really, I mean, yeah. you know, business related, personal to. I mean, especially like right now, now just personal mm. community, I think is important because your friends and family are the ones that are going to keep reminding you of that it's going to be okay. And, and also could potentially help you if you're in need. Um, so, you know, some of us, this is our only job and yeah, you know, I know there's a lot of people who are really hurting right now. And so if you have community built around you, those people are going to be like, if they're able, they're going to be able to take care of you, you know, when, when you need it. And I think that especially for times like these, you should not, um, not worry about, I don't know. I think, you know, we get prideful and we don't want to ask for help, but I think our community is the people that we should be asking for help. And right now, especially we shouldn't be worried about what anybody thinks if we, need help with food or, you know, paying bills or things like that. Like that's what your community is there for. And if they're going through it too, they might say like, I can't do it right now, but let's find people who can help us, you know, whatever. Um, and so, I mean, you know, personally, I like, you know, I have a friend community and a family community and a church Mm -hmm. community. And I think those are all really important, um, staples that you should have in your life for all the time, because you, you want to be able to celebrate with your community as well as go through the tough times with your community. Yeah. Um, And 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 support each other through the rough times and, and support each other. Kind of like, uh, I mean, I mentioned earlier how, I, I would get kind of down on myself of like, oh, I'm not that great, yeah, uh, exactly. which also happens outside of uh, comparing sure. my business to other 
businesses. I compare myself to other people and I can put myself down, but having community where like you can build each other up, encourage each other, you can support each other in hard times. And when mental health is so, it's such a hard thing right now because we are being cooped up in one place and, you know, even the introverts like Chris the other day he was like um one of our friends came and dropped off some flowers like she her um her mother-in-law's uh, trisha barksdale and um, mm-hmm. a lady from our church has been anonymously or a lady a guy i don't know who um has been anonymously anonymously sending flowers to a bunch of us i think i know who but it, it was anonymous so uh-huh. she delivers some of her flowers sometimes so she came you know put it on the door or doorstep or whatever and knocked and we were just talking for a minute and then um and then a couple of days later she had to come by because I had bags of clothes that I wasn't going to use anymore that her boys might want and nice. she has little ones uh, and <laughs> Chris was the one who answered because I was in here doing something I was like in a meeting or something um and he said that whenever they finally got done talking, he was like, I was the one talking her ear off. And if you know Chris, <laughs> like, oh, you yeah. know, that's, that's right. not normal at all. Yeah. He was like, she was like, okay, I, I have to go. Okay, I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> he was telling you this. He was like, I'm but, normally the one that's like, I, I have to go. I have to go. I don't want to talk anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, I could not. I, he was like, this means I've been cooped up for too long, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah so it's like, oh, I, you're another I, adult. I can talk to you. <laughs> another human being. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think just for some of us that already kind of deal with, you know, getting down or depression or any of that, that this is going to exacerbate that a lot. Yeah. So um, having community around you that you can reach out to and just be like, Hey, I'm having a really tough time. Can you just like talk to me or let me vent or whatever and let me get this off my chest or maybe your friend can encourage you to do something that might help you kind of get out of that funk, like going for a run or working right. out yeah. or whatever um, kind of works for you. If you have a community, they might know what actually works for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's really, it's just the the great thing about having community because they get to know you and you get to know them. And, uh, and sometimes, you know, other people better than you actually know yourself. And then they can speak into your life and, you know, into your business and all, all kinds of things like, Oh, maybe you should be doing this. It's like, mm-hmm. maybe I should. Yes. Yeah. That does sound, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, cause like, <clears throat> Like with the whole, um, like the Enneagram thing, uh-huh. I assumed I was a three. Okay. Uh, because I'm very driven and. Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't peg you as a three. Oh, I'm no? Three. Yeah. What would you peg me as? What do, what do you think I am? I know you're not supposed to diagnose other people. Yeah, but. I don't want to, I don't want to diagnose. <laughs> you tell me what you are. What are you? Um, I am a, uh, <sighs> counterphobic six i was literally thinking six. Oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah. yeah see see i assumed i was a three and um and then also i think whenever i took the quiz 
I was kind of like in work mode because I had just finished mm. working. Um, yeah, so you, and your answers may have been slanted. Yeah. I would I also thinking, suggest yeah. reading the book, The Road Back to You, which is about the Enneagram, and it goes through right. each number um, in depth because taking a test is good, but it actually is not, it can't, because of those reasons, yeah. your answers could be slanted depending on what's happened that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So reading about each one of the numbers really gives you an like you can look through it and be like okay yeah I have some of those traits oh I have oh I'm no I don't have any of those traits oh I definitely have all of those traits. you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. it it's easier to if you really know what each one is um, mm-hmm. to be able to self-diagnose right yeah. yeah and I didn't know much about any of them but I was like oh yeah three that sounds like me like it's what the yeah. accomplish something something like that the, the achiever achiever that's because because i am a three so i yeah. thought i was a two three like a two wing three yeah and it turns out i'm actually a three wing two <laughs> okay. yeah so the same sort of stuff just a little sort bit more on the achieving than the helping side yeah yeah uh and that's what i thought i was but then taylor was like actually like knowing you yeah. I think you're more of like a six, but not like the frightened, you know, the world is ending right. kind of six, but the counterphobic to where I'm not afraid of it, but I'm more like intrigued because I've always yeah. said that I hope that I live uh, long enough to see the apocalypse because I want to be there. And cool. Well, your wish may come true. <laughs> it may. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what Taylor was saying at the beginning of this too. Uh, and probably earlier this week. Uh, but <laughs> Was like, all so these, you might be getting your dream with all these this. prophecies I, like, I, I feel like are coming true right now. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we might be in the, in the times. Who yeah, knows? there's a there's a few conspiracies going around oh, out there. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, there are every year. <laughs> right, yeah. See, like I said, I remember the last time that we got together to podcast and we were, you were leaving and I said something about how maybe we got the Mayan calendar wrong. It wasn't 2012, it was 2021. Uh-huh. It's like the <laughs> dyslexic Mayan. Just like, oh, Just sorry, that. guys. <laughs> it's 2021. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like sometimes people can see you and your characteristics better than you can see yourself. Because yeah. once she started explaining what a counterphobic six was, I was like, yeah, it sounds like me. And like yeah. she would read through different characteristics and different things. And she's like, well, are you driven? Cause uh, I don't remember. So what. Now I need to know if your wing is a seven or a five. Uh, I, I think it's I a, can't remember seven. I think it's a seven. I don't know. I can't remember what seven or five are right now. Yeah. I didn't really study those because they weren't what I thought I was. Right. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I was definitely a one as a kid because I was Mm. like I was a people pleaser I wanted everyone to like me I wanted to do things right the right way I wanted Mm -hmm. to like I wanted authority to like me maybe because a two is a is a huge people pleaser that's why I thought I was a two but my so my I've taken like spiritual gift uh tests before also and Uh um like the um what's the one that's like helper, like, you know, basically a, a servant hearted like person. Right. <laughs> I got 
real low on that. Like, I don't want to <laughs> go help you move, but I will talk no. to you all day long. I will love on you. I, you know, all, but <laughs> so would it, like when I was reading through it too, I was like, a lot of this sounds like me, like I'm a people person. I'm, I am a people pleaser, you know, and going through all that. But I was like, mm-hmm. but the helper part, I'm just not like, <laughs> I don't really want to help you though. And it's not even that I don't want to, it's that I don't think of that kind of thing first. Whereas like Chris is yeah. for sure. He like, he's not like a two or anything, but like he, um, I mean, we all possess a little bit of each one right. anyways but yeah. but he's so servant-hearted and so like it would make sense for him <laughs> but I was like I don't have that in me to just be like oh see a need and do it and help you know mm-hmm. it's not in me so yeah yeah it's not my first thought if it's yeah uh if someone asks sure. like hey can you help me with this I'm like oh yeah sure like, yeah and I don't mind helping people, but it's not my mm. first thought and it's not yeah. really something I enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really enjoy that too much. Um, but yeah, I also, yeah. I, I'm not a hundred percent. Like I haven't done a lot of uh, studying up on sixes uh, and yeah. especially counterphobic sixes and what all that. Yeah. Means. So what are all the, what are all the, tell me about the counterphobic six. So the six is the only one that has like a sister number or whatever, which is the counterphobic. So I think the main difference is because uh, a lot of sixes are uh, like uh, big worriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always worried that they're either uh, offending someone or that uh, they're worried that something is going to happen. They're the, you know, text me whenever you get home, make sure you're okay. Uh, gotcha and all that, uh, which I used to do that just because that's how I was raised. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but then I was like, if, if they didn't text me, I wasn't following up. Like, are you okay? Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> I get like a, a text the next morning or like a couple days later. It's like, Oh yeah, sorry. I forgot to text you. I made it home. Okay. I'm like, Oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know. I was very concerned. I was, I was very concerned. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and cancel that missing persons report. Uh, <laughs> but uh, from what I know, cause it's a pretty recent thing that Taylor told me about counterphobic sixes. Okay. Um, but from what I understand, um, uh, they are more um, like more intrigued of uh, disaster things, um, mm, like they'll probably still have the, like the, uh, end times disaster kit with like the, the RMEs and the like dried beans and all the things that you need to survive, my dad's like a survival fixed. kit, um, which I don't have any of that. I've always been like, yeah, whatever. I can, I can bear grills it if I need to. <laughs> Uh, sure but uh yeah i don't know i don't know um a ton more uh but i know that i'm not because i think threes are in the fear triad is that right where you're like Uh, um like you're kind of like your your main uh or you're more driven by not fear your main fear is not uh like disappointing people or failing failure is a failure 
Yeah, something like that. I don't okay. Know. Uh, Obviously, I've done a lot of uh, research on the Enneagram. Fear, anger, and so I think fear, anger, and shame are the triads, the three triads. I think that a three is in the shame triad. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I. Three and two. Three I and have, two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I have. And yours no, is in the fear. Okay. Okay. Six yeah. is in the fear triad. Yeah. That makes sense. Because uh, yeah. I have no shame. I do not care. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't. I. I, I don't feel, easy. I don't feel like I, <clears throat> I can remember one time that I was embarrassed um, and I was five, <laughs> but other than that, not too much. Um, and oh, that was just okay. because there was a girl down the street who, while I was like hanging in a tree with all the friends around, she pantsed me um, and like double pantsed me like pants and undies down i was five uh and i was very embarrassed about that um like i just like ran inside and and my parents were like what what happened i was like they pants me and i don't want to play with them anymore and i was very upset and then like she came to the door and apologized and was like can john come back out and play and then I remember my like, mom like no. looking back over toward me. I was like, "No, I will never play." <laughs> I was like, I "You are not. dead to me now." Nope. Yep, we are not friends anymore. Um, that was the last time that I ever saw her. <laughs> cross the line, huh? Yeah. Don't cross John. Yeah. He'll cut you out of his life for good. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do not get embarrassed easily, and I okay. don't. I don't really have shame uh, when. I do something uh, like I, I have remorse, I guess. Uh, okay. Like I'm sorry that I did something, but I don't feel like embarrassed or shameful or anything. Yeah. Okay. So what are you loving right now, John? What am I loving? Um, let's see. I haven't really been, I haven't really been like watching much this, uh, this week. Um, okay. I mean, I've still been watching community um like while while i'm working just kind of having it on the background and that's been great uh, also very on point for uh this week's episode on community yeah um, right that's funny yeah um but yeah um oh there's the uh this podcast will kill you podcast oh yeah uh-huh. i uh, i was yeah, i have in the past yeah they um they have a series going on about uh the coronavirus that is pretty interesting and i think it's like six or seven episodes now um where they're just about coronavirus yeah it's just like different aspects of it um like about the disease, how to control it, um, like vaccines, mental health, um, bunch of bunch of different things. Um, yeah, they have eight different episodes on COVID. Yeah. Um, also, I'm loving the meme with a bunch of different office characters, and then they have what those characters would call the coronavirus 
what did this mean oh you didn't see it okay um yeah i shared it oh i saved it to my phone let me pull it up um yeah i saved it to or i didn't save it i posted it in my stories the other day um okay so it's it's what each character or different characters uh 10 10 different characters would call the coronavirus uh jim would call it coronavirus Dwight would call it COVID-19. Oh, man, what's his name? Uh, Packer. Uh Todd Packer would call it the Chinese virus. Um, Oscar would say, oh, actually, it's uh, (laughs) SARS-CoV-2. And Andy would call it Big Rona. (laughs) Uh, Creed would just be speaking in Mandarin. Uh, uh, Kevin would call it the weird flu. Angela would call it the wrath of God. Uh, Michael would call it the Kung flu. And Stanley would say, I don't care what it's called. I get to work from home. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, you text that to me. Yeah, 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 I will. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm loving. I'm loving that meme <laughs> and uh, and that podcast. It's uh, it's very educational. Like I've learned a lot about uh, the coronavirus and how it works and spreads through the body and stuff, uh, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm interested uh, in like uh, health type medical stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I can like disassociate it from what's going on. So I'm not actually thinking of the, you know, hundreds or I guess, uh, you know, over a million people um, who have had it so far. Um, but I'm just like, oh, like I'm thinking of it in like a cadaver type person or something. I don't know. Um, but it's, I, I thought it was very, a very interesting series. I haven't finished the last couple that they've done though. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm loving. Also, I was loving this gimlet that I had tonight uh, for this happy hour drink. It was really tasty and super simple to make. Yeah. What is in a gimlet? Um, it is, uh, <laughs> It is literally gin and juice. Um, it is just uh, gin, a couple shots of gin, um, and then like just under an ounce of lime juice. And okay. you just shake it up with some some ice, and that's it. It's just gin and juice. Yeah. Okay. That's Sounds fantastic. I, would I know. I feel like I should be smoking some Indo. Feedback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, what are you loving? Um, I finished my book, Nine Perfect Strangers. Nice. Did it end uh, it, where you're still loving it? Yeah, it kind of... Cool. Got, it was slow start, and then um, all of a sudden, it took a real weird turn, and I couldn't put it down. And so I stayed up until like one thirty, like a couple nights ago, finishing it because I was nice. really up until the end. Um, so that's what I like: is yeah. books with turns. 
Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a big twist in the middle. Okay. Okay. I knew something was gonna come because it just like it was too slow in the beginning for right to happen, you know. And they were kind of just like the author was like kind of teasing you with it, not like I didn't see what what happened coming, but. Um, I just knew, like, it had this feeling of, like, something big is going to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was good. And it's the same author that wrote Big Little Lies. And so, um, you know, okay. the show that is that Reese yeah. Witherspoon right. um, based off of the book, Big Little Lies. Um, nice. And I've started reading Big Little Lies now. Um, okay. So I'm excited to read that because I hear it's completely different from the, um, the, the series. TV show. Okay. And um, it's actually set in Australia. It's an Australian um, uh, author, actually. So that threw me off. I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, hmm. Both books were set in Australia. Um, okay. So, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I've, you know, watched The Office about three times through since. Um, <laughs> and now uh -huh. I'm, I'm like, I need a palate cleanser for a little bit. Um, yeah. So, um, but today <laughs> Harrison came and got in bed with me this morning and, uh, Chris had to go, uh, do something and he, so it was just me and Harrison laying there and Harrison goes, put on the office. You're like, so well, yeah. and I love it before we start and today. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he was like, no, the office. And I was like, you will learn to love Parks and Rec as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching Parks and Rec. Um, yes. I watched Onward for the first time today. It's on Disney Plus right now. Um, yeah. Um, so I, the kids had gone to see it when we did our little staycation before the world blew up. Right. Um, and we had said Topanga... And Reagan had taken all the littles to go see the movies because the movie theater was like right down the road from our little Airbnb. And cool. Chris and I felt tired and we didn't want to go. And but the kids really wanted to go and we're like, oh well, Spang is 18, Reagan's 16, they can handle it. Yeah. So so they all went to go see it then. So I hadn't seen it yet. So we watched it this afternoon. It was a really cute movie. I really liked that. Nice. I've heard good things about it and I saw that it was on Disney Plus. I was yeah. like, cool. I think it would probably be because some of those movies um like they would probably be fine for maddox but i'm not sure about lydia uh so i was like maybe i'll watch it with maddox like one of these days while she's napping or something um but i'm pretty sure that that one's gonna be fine uh, I, I would say it's not as scary as like little mermaid or uh, Lion King or, or Lion something King. like that. Yeah, but yeah, definitely watch. Yeah. There are a few parts that um, are a little scary, but not like not not like old Disney movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We uh, we introduced Maddox to, uh, and Lydia to um, the Lion King, and we watched the original '90s version, uh -huh. uh, and it was it was good, and they were fine, and then uh spoiler alert if you haven't seen lion king yeah yeah it's been what like uh <laughs> 20 25 26 years yeah. uh, you you should know or at least if you haven't seen it you probably know that mufasa dies right. uh, 
but yeah whenever whenever he died and like uh simba went and like laid down next to him oh, like oh. lydia just lost it oh. and ran out of the room crying and i didn't know what was going on because uh, oh. like taylor was watching with the kids and i was working and then lydia just ran into my office crying and wanted me to pick her up and i was like what happened did you get hurt what's going on and taylor was like i don't know she was sitting on the floor and then started crying and we put it together uh and then the next time that maddox wanted to watch it she did the same thing because we weren't paying attention uh and yeah so now we're like we're just gonna like skip that section we don't really need to watch that um but yeah we they they uh they saw that and i saw it for the first time since i was a kid um because i probably hadn't seen lion king since like 98 99 somewhere around there um because we didn't have it on VHS. Uh, mm-hmm. And if we did, we we didn't keep it. Um, so I never really saw it as like a teenager or an adult. So watching back through, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember Timon and Pumbaa. I remember these songs. <laughs> it was kind of fun going back and watching it. Yeah. That was my, that was my crush when I was growing up. JTT was my boy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely wanted to be him in uh, in Home Improvement. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Because I, I think we're around the same age. I think he's probably like a few years older than me. Yeah, he's my age, so he's a, yeah, a yeah, just a couple years. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember really liking him in Home Improvement, and I was like, I want to, right? Yeah, I wanted to grow my hair out like that, but my parents would not allow it. And that's probably for the best. I don't think I would have looked good with that haircut. <laughs> I wonder if Home Improvement is around somewhere that you can stream. I'm going to have to look into that. I, I don't know. A long time. That's a good show. It's a good show. I liked it a lot. Did I tell you that um, that someone told me I look like Al Borland? <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, um, you a beard? It, I yeah I think so well okay so from my memory is whenever they said that um I did not take it as a compliment <laughs> well he's a pretty handsome man I don't know why you wouldn't take it as a compliment he, his character right. is goofy so yes like if they compared you to like his character I could see as that not being a compliment but in of himself his, he's a handsome man See, I did not remember him as a handsome man because I was a child when I was watching that. So I just saw him as like this overweight dude with a beard. <laughs> and he's not overweight. Like he's he's just like uh like thicker built. Like he's yeah. he's just a little bit broader. Um like much more broad than Tim Allen back then cuz Tim Allen was super skinny. Yeah, he was. Um like because because we we googled an image uh it was actually um uh tony christine uh was was like hey has anyone ever told you that you look like al borland i was like nope (laughs) Uh, no they haven't and then i did something and then everyone else was just like oh i totally see it you're totally al borland you guys both have a similar face shape too we do Yes, because because uh, they pulled up a picture of him uh, very quickly. I was like, "Did you already have Al Borland saved in like a favorites tab or something?" Um, 
but and I don't even remember what his real name is uh but but like they pulled up a picture of him and I just did the same face and the same stance and uh well Lisa you doing it too yeah um but yeah um uh Melissa Lynn Hunt uh uh, another photographer friend, uh, she took a picture of me next to the other picture. Yeah. Um, I need to, I need to get that from her. I'll post it. Um, but, but yeah, I, I didn't think that, uh, I didn't take it as a compliment at first, but then after seeing photos of him, uh, I was like, okay, yeah, he's, he is a a pretty good looking guy. And like, he wasn't super overweight. Like I remember, I just remember him being like this really overweight guy. I mean, as a kid, you know, everything is magnified. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember, um, being a kid and like, I was wearing like size like 19 or 20 inch jeans yeah. and like I think my dad was like in 32 inch or something back then and I was like I would never I will never get that big <laughs> to wear 32 inch jeans that is so big I'm never gonna get that heavy uh and I didn't for a while <laughs> and then I did um and then I passed that and uh and I was like it's it's very different like as a skinny kid because I was I was super skinny and yeah. uh and I think that just kind of like uh kind of uh filtered yeah how I saw things yeah um totally. even I though was, yeah I was, I was like 95 pounds until I was like I don't know 15 like oh yeah same I was so tiny I was yeah like, I was I was super skinny. Even whenever Taylor met me, uh, which she even said one of the one of the things that kind of held her back from wanting to date me was because I was so skinny. Oh, funny! And I was like, I don't remember being skinny. Like I thought I was fit, <laughs> and I, I thought that I looked good. Uh, but like looking back, uh, you know, this whole trend that's going around right now, uh, where people are like, you have to post your first photo as a couple. Yeah, together, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I was like going back in our early dating days, and I found a picture of the two of us, like the day after I had proposed. Oh. I was like, oh, I'm like this scrawny little dude. <laughs> Like my arms are so small, <laughs> like I have no chest, <laughs> and I'm just like super skinny. I was like, I was not fit. I don't know what I was thinking. I was just a skinny little guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fun. Um, yeah, where where did that come from? Home home improvement. Home improvement. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to find it if we can find home improvement online in one of these streaming services uh we'll post a link in the show notes uh and i will definitely start watching it like yeah tomorrow. Sure. i want to show my kids i would love to show my kids mm-hmm. i remember it being really good um, i loved and, it we watched it religiously. yeah i do really like tim allen oh yeah i um, saw him uh i saw his stand-up in vegas actually oh cool I'm the only time I went to Vegas. That was the show that the group wanted to go to. Nice. Uh, and his stand-up is really funny. And 
Yeah. Very clean, honestly. Um, I was surprised, but yeah. 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 I've, I've seen a few, um, videos of his stand-up. I've never seen him in person, but I liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Very clean. Um, kind of like, uh, Brian Regan or Jim Gaffigan ish in that yeah. same sort of vein of comedian. Yes. Um, and not like a Dane Cook or Dave Chappelle. Right. Uh, where it's like, Hey kids, don't listen to this. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Dane Cook. Uh, I used to love his stand up. I would watch it constantly. It's so Me good. Me too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I loved uh what was it, the the vicious circle. Uh-huh. Like that, I think that was the last album that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then after that he seemed to go very porn heavy in his jokes. Yeah. He was yeah. yeah and he was getting a little bit more crude and kind of disgusting and i was like ah, i really want to listen to all this i'm gonna i'm gonna go find someone else and then i found brian regan yeah brian <laughs> like this, this is great but. oh man all right wow. cool. i feel like it's 10 p.m and zoom is gonna cut us off soon because i just put it to 10 p.m <laughs> <laughs> yep all right. Well, then I guess we should wrap this up. Um, yeah, we will be back next week. Yeah. Um, and we, we will figure out Facebook one of these days uh, to where we can do that while we are social distancing. Um, but until then, uh, we will probably be back on Instagram again next week. Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Michelle sent me a, a YouTube video to look at, so I may look at that and see if we can figure out how to do the split screen. Um, cool. Yeah, and then we've got the the uh, free little mini workshop we're going to be doing. Uh, yes, we do. So we need to, you know, if you are interested in that, you might want to go, you know, sign up in the, uh, well, do we have signups yet? We do not have signups yet because um, we haven't, actually picked a date um we talked about the last week of april uh-huh yeah um yeah or, or possibly the first week of march just be or may uh just because that's when our in-person workshop was going to be yeah uh, but, but we will be doing that and so it w- and it will be announced um in the in the facebook group in the facebook group that yeah facebook group. um probably yeah. As just the our top group too, like our local happy hour group, but for sure in the yes. uh, podcast um, Facebook. Group. If you're not a member of that yet, you should go and uh, become go follow it. Go become yep. a member of the the Facebook yeah. group. Come, come join our community. We would love to have you there. And yeah. it's the the light and dark uh, photography podcast group, and. Just join. We'll be in there. We're in there uh, pretty much every day. Um, but yeah, we we posted a poll for what you want us to talk about uh, during this workshop. And it looks like we have a winner, but we still have through tomorrow. Uh, although if you are listening to this on the podcast, it has already been chosen, Uh, but join the group. We will be posting in the group, the link to where you can sign up uh, because it's not going to be a live uh, workshop in the Facebook group. It'll be a live workshop uh, through uh, zoom. 
So we will have a link in there that you can join us and uh, you can actually show your faces if you want to turn on your video, Uh, but you'll be able to chime in with some audio and ask us questions. Um, And we'll be going through a topic for at least an hour or two, um, knowing how we talk. (laughs) It'll probably be closer to two. Uh, But yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a good uh, taste, uh, like a a very small taste of what our in-person workshops are. Um, And we will probably have some drinks as well, uh, just like we did tonight. Uh, Because our in-person workshops, we we get the drinks. Right. (laughs) We have some fun. Uh, But yeah, join the Facebook group. We will have that in there. We will also have um, the link to all of our podcast episodes um, and a bunch of other free stuff uh, that we'll post in there and pretty much everything that we've talked about on this show. But uh, yeah, I guess um, I'll talk to you. Well, (laughs) I'm definitely going to talk to you before next week, but I'll talk to you in front of other people next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the light and dark podcast. You can join us next week live on Facebook in our light and dark photography podcast group by heading to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for light and dark photography podcast. I'm Rachel Driscoll and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield and you can find me on Instagram at allheartphoto. The Light and Dark podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can find the show notes with all the things at lightdarkco.com slash podcast. This podcast was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.